Welcome, everyone. My name is Thomas Steininger. I welcome you again to Radio Wolf, our webcast for consciousness and culture. And uh, my partner Elizabeth is with me. And we would like to talk with you today about a program that Elizabeth developed uh, for beginning of December, One World Bearing Witness. Elizabeth, uh, what are we planning? Well, first, let me say it's it's great to be here with you, Thomas, on your your webcast. Um, it's not often that I that we engage in this format, and uh, and it's it's uh, it's great to be here with everyone. So, what's one world bearing witness? That's your question. Mm. Hmm. One one world bearing bearing witness is is a. I can talk about it. It, it's a it's a 24-hour global online live uh, vigil ritual uh, that takes place on December 4th to 5th, and that says gives you some facts. But what it actually is is it's our attempt in a in a very small way, but not not unmeaningful, to create. A, a field of practice, a field of meditation practice, of shamanic practice, of, of practice related, related to all of the, the, the major religions on the face of the earth, to bring them together in, in, this, in, in practice to create a, a, a field of unity, a field of diversity and unity. And there's so many ways that human beings have reached for, for spirit, have opened themselves to the mystery of life on this planet. And so often we think about, about the conflict between religions or traditions, or, but, but they each are an expression of the humans, human striving for spirit, the human acknowledgement and gratitude towards spirit. And what we're trying to do is to, is to collect the facets of the jewel of spirit as it, as it manifests, as it, uh, as it manifests in different regions, different places, uh, out of different life circumstances of, of, of human beings to create a wholeness out of it. Because this is the treasure that we have on this planet is is the, the, the human creativity, human expression of that which is most meaningful. Mm. And you and, and, and the team you're working with, you really brought people from all around uh, the globe, spiritual leaders, teachers, or people who really hold something in spirit in different parts of the world together to do this together. And this practice, One World Bearing Witness, we are doing this since several years. How many years have we been doing this? I think six, something like that. Uh, it is also something that is, of course, only possible because of the internet. Mm. And what we discovered here together is that there's something new possible, which is a global practice in the global practice field. And I know that you also inspired by just this new capacity that we can do this together and how we again and again every year deeply inspired what it creates mm. what it creates in us and between us 
and also in our relationship to the world, the people who are in different ways, in different cultures, different backgrounds, committed to spirit and uh, devote time together for a global practice. This is something that I think we're also discovering as a species new, that mm. we can practice on a global scale. Yeah, and practicing on a global scale and inviting in the different, as I say, the different facets of the jewel mm-hmm. um, are, is it, it creates, it, it allows a deeper kind of integration. It allows, it, and I think this is what we're discovering is that, that, that in the experience of going through uh, this ritual and participating even for an hour at two hours, or, 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 or making it a mini retreat for oneself, that, that the result is that, one, that something opens in our consciousness, hmm. that, there, that there is an impact on our consciousness where we know, where we recognize at a deep level our diversity and unity, our unity and diversity, the fact that there is there is something that connects us in a very subtle and and profound way and that part of part of why i often call this a, a a sacred activism is that it creates an imprint on the consciousness of those who participate but that that is an imprint in human consciousness of a of our togetherness of our non-separation and at this time given the 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 degree of fragmentation polarization um, competition that we're seeing i mean the the way that that covid is breaking down between the north and the south the 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 breakdown of of uh western civil society i mean all of all of these things are speak to separation and this practice gives one a felt sense and an experiential sense of the, the reality that at a very deep level that we are not separate. Hmm. You were highlighting different facets, which I think are all very important also as they come together. First, that the people we bring in, uh, the people who speak there and do the practice, but also everyone who joins in from around the globe, because there will be hundreds of people joining around around the globe, even a thousand people uh, around the globe who join in this with our differences. And we are in a global world where we not only have to live with our differences, we also need to appreciate our differences. Mm. And we need to appreciate that we have very different cultures, very different contexts, very different uh, life stories. And with life stories, I not only mean personal life stories, but our cultural life stories that we somehow need to bring together. So there is a diversity that we need to celebrate and honor, but there is also a unity that can come out of this diversity by holding this, weaving this together and you were highlighting, and I think everybody would agree with you, we are living in a particular uh, uh, fragile moment of our human history where uh, division is maybe more prevalent uh, than we have experienced in our lifetimes and where people are rightfully scared where we will do in this. 
Mm. And to do this together is also kind, in that sense, a form of spiritual activism that we stand together in our differences to also practice both our diversity and our unity and that our desire to also have a global human society with the depth of a spirit grounding. Mm-hmm. I think that that, that is the, the potential for that is what one glimpses in participating in one world bearing witness, that this is possible and, and that it, and actually that, that, that in a deeper way, it, it's, it, it is, it is so that we are not separate. And, and I think we're, the reality of that, the effect that we have on each other on this planet, the effect that we have on the planet, on earth itself is something that we're, that, that uh, we need to be more deeply conscious of, but also earth as a, as a living, as a living being, as a living biosphere Mm -hmm. that, that is, uh, yeah, that, that is very much affected by, by us. So, so to have this experience of our diversity, but held in a unity is, as you were saying, is, is what, what allows us to see that, that uh, a different kind of relatedness could exist on this planet or could, could become a w- conscious on this planet. And I think that's, that's, we're trying to take a little step in that direction. And we, the, the way things that are evolutionary or, 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 transformationally oriented work is, as, as I'm sure everyone knows, you work at it, work at it, work at it, you put in effort, 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 and then all of a sudden something happens. And you don't know when that point is. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of efforts to, 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 uh, uh, to, to make us more deeply aware of the, of the unity that exists below the surfaces of, 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 difference and and even polarized differences and i i wanted to point out that that one of the unique things about this event is that it isn't there's so much spiritual entertainment you know and and spiritual information that's it's that is uh out there and out there on the internet we we have a rhythm in in this event where where one of the spiritual leaders will offer a ritual or prayer or a guided meditation or, or song or some, some celebration of the diversity and, and creativity of life, which is our theme this year. And, and then it's followed by an hour or 45 minutes of meditation. And we do that in order that we create space in our consciousness together as a global audience or participation, or we're participating, we're not, we're not simply an audience, that, that in, in, the, in the participants, amongst the participants that they're, that, they're, that, that, this, that what has been brought can be taken in deeply and integrated in the field of, of consciousness that we share. And it's that that makes, I think, uh, what we're doing different because it's not about information. It's not about seeing different traditions or different spiritual uh, practices. It's about participating in them 
and then really integrating them in the consciousness field itself. So as you started it already a little bit, um, how can one envision what we try to do this? I mean, we talk a 24-hour period. We talk about a global ritual. Just uh, to give a sense, how can we practice together in this 24-hour period? How, how did you prepare this? How did your team prepare this? What kind of cycles do we go through? Who do we see? What do we do? Uh, how should this period look like that it really becomes something that one can say, wow, we practice together? In a mm. I think it it, uh, it it has to do with our intention in coming together first, the intention of all the participants to be part of a global field of practice, to be part of an experiment that is that is trying to open human consciousness to uh, to the global diversity and its unity, and that that we need all of these different forms of of spirituality, of, of consciousness to create what is possible on this planet. So if my intention is towards that, uh, that creates something powerful. What, we'll, we'll, what we will do is we will start um, with an offering by uh, Grandfather Juan, Juan Bidi Wakita, who will do his morning prayers for us, with us. He, uh, he is a chief in the Dakota, amongst the Dakota people in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And he has offered, it will be sunrise for him when we begin. And he has offered to share his, his morning prayer, prayers mm -hmm. with us. He does them at, at dawn every morning. And so we will start with that. We will start with his blessings for the day out of his own spiritual practice. And we will be with him in that. And again, how we are with him is, is very important. Are we watching him as like an interesting, interesting, beautiful thing to watch? Or are we sharing in his opening the day? sharing in his, 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 his spiritual practice. Other, other leaders will, will, spiritual leaders will take us through uh, a guided meditation. Uh, Rabbi Yoel Glick will be uh, uh, inviting us to light candles because it's the, 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 the last day of, of Hanukkah. Um, we will have uh, song um, and all forms of different drumming, um, uh, guided meditation by uh, by a, a Japanese monk who will who will chant sutras while uh, his partner uh, in these in these kinds of things it plays the cello um, and. Uh, another a, another a, a Thai Buddhist uh, nun who will who will lead us in a guided meditation, and we will also hear from novice nuns who will be who will chant, and then have another guided meditation by another nun 
at, mm -hmm. at the Thai monastery. So these are all very rich, beautiful uh, um, ceremonies, rituals, invitations to prayer, invitation, and I, invitations to be touched in the place that the, that the, that the spiritual leader is offering from. And that's part of what I think is, is uh, this transmission that occurs beyond the words, beyond the, the, the particular activity that, that, that's, that, that the spiritual leader is offering, the, the place that it comes from, the desire to, to have it met, met by us who are participating is, is part of the, part of the way that we engage in, in this practice together. Who will be with us and who, who they are and what they do and all the schedule. We all find it also on the website. Uh, yes. You maybe also want, want to say the, the, the URL of the website. I mean, yeah, people also will find it on the information for this, for this video and, and, and on our radio website, but just for people to know. Well, it's one world in dialogue as one word, one world in dialogue, dialogue spelled D-I-A-L-O-U-L-O-G-U-E.com slash O-W-B-W, one world bearing witness. Um, so it's one world in dialogue.com, O-W-B-W. And uh, you find the information also on our website and uh, on, on the email that maybe invited you to this radio. And what I really appreciate by doing this is we talk a lot, and I think many others, about global consciousness. And we do this since, since many years. Since I grew up, we talk about uh, developing a global consciousness. But usually what we mean with a global consciousness is quite a theoretical uh, global consciousness, just knowing about the world, knowing what's going on in China, knowing what's going on with the global south, uh, knowing all that. And that's, that's, I think, an important part to be a global citizen, to know about the world. It's really important. But what practices like this allow us to do, and I would love to hear what your thoughts about this are, is a different form of global consciousness. Hmm. Because we come together and it makes a very powerful direct impact to practice with an elder, Lakota, who is doing his morning practice somewhere in Canada right now at the dawn of his day with all of us and to practice together with a Buddhist spiritual practitioner, teacher from Japan doing his practice and his devotion to the sacred from his background uh, of, Jap uh, of Japanese culture and experience in the human relationship online between us, how we are connected, how our cultures are different but connected, and how we are also on this globe, on this living ball. Because there's something very particular also when we connect in this way in, with the internet, so technical, uh, funny enough, my awareness, and I'm sure that's true for many, of this earth becomes very vivid. Mm -hmm. It's a very concrete relationship to the globe that we're living on. So global consciousness transforms from something that is heavy in my mind, 
to something that is an uh, experience of our togetherness on this earth right now together in the difference and unity of our cultures. Mm. Yeah, I think you, you're, you were starting by speaking about, in some ways, a world-centric consciousness, a consciousness of, you know, that one is aware of events that are happening, the fact, the fact of the world, um, the fact that, that uh, something that actually is happening in India right now will have an effect on the rest of the world also, that that kind of interconnection and, um, but it, you're right, it, it's, 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 it's kind of knowledge, it's information. It's not a lived reality for most of us. And there's also, I, I was thinking as when you started to talk about global consciousness, I thought you were, you might go in this direction. Um, there's, there's the kind of, uh, you know, that we will all, uh, we will all just miraculously form one, one global awareness and, and that somehow this will happen. And there, there are a lot of, a lot of different spiritual uh, corners of, of the, the world that, that are, are hoping for that. And I, 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 that would be amazing. What we, but what this is, is actually something different from, from either of those, as you were pointing out. What this is, is a, it, it gives one a sense of human connection and not just human connection, like I understand, I know you and your family, or I know you and your life history, or your story, but a connection in the part of us that is, that, that holds our longing for wholeness. That that part of ourselves that, that longs for wholeness is met by these spiritual leaders that they bring their offering, what they have, have learned through their, their tradition, their lineage. They bring that to us as, as an offering of, that is a recognition in some way of the whole that we are each a part of. They each have different ways of, of, of expressing or, 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 or uh, awakening to or realizing this. But then that meets us in the place where we we each long for wholeness, and that that give that felt connection gives us a sense of being on Earth in a very different way. It gives us a sense of the vastness of Earth, and also the the unity of the of the 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 bio spiritual sp sphere that we're that we're living on it I, I remember after one one world bearing witness someone said you know i that 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 later they read something in the newspaper about uh, i think it was the philippines and we had had a philippine spiritual teacher speaking and it was like it I, it felt like it was happening to a friend of mine you know, I realized that, you know, something was happening in that part of the world. And it was like, people I care about, I am connected to, are living there. And it was through just through this, this 24 hour experience, or whatever part of it that she had taken part, of, part in. But it's that, 
human connection and that that opens us to a a compassionate response to what is happening on this earth with people who who we perceive often as very different from ourselves we do this global practice which by the way happens on the 5th or 4th and 5th of december yeah um also in honor of a friend of ours who just died, uh, Terry Patton, who wrote a book, uh, The New Republic of the Heart, mm-hmm. that uh, you also uh, worked with him on, on this book. And uh, uh, Terry was uh, someone who inspired both of us, also in his own form of spiritual activism. And he, he, he died recently, uh, of cancer and uh, in fact uh, he really he taught until the very end his uh, relationship to spiritual activism uh, uh, the global situation that we are in particular also the climate crisis uh, the, the the mortality of, of your uh, he taught about mortality of our collective mortality why he was aware that he didn't have to live much longer this republic of the heart that he was uh, addressing in this book is very much also what we are addressing in this practice mm. because in the terminology republic of the heart is a coming together of something our citizenship the, the, the term republic holds something that really speaks to us as citizens and in that sense are, are citizens that really have to act politically rationally and responsibly in our global political affairs but a republic of the heart it's not just something that we relate with our rationality, our mind, with. it's our heart connection that will change this world. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I see this practice also uh, in honor and also in, in memory of uh, what Terry kind of tried to, to establish and also started to establish with his community, Republic of the Heart, to create uh, friendships around the globe that are able to hold our different religious, cultural, spiritual backgrounds in a way that allows us to really uh, be there for uh, our global civilization and also an earth who is in dire need for this different human response. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point that, that this, that we're, this, this is a call to citizenship of the world and of the earth and to be an earth citizen means something that is, that is about the heart rather than a technical or, or, uh, or factual uh, response. I, I think, uh, I mean, I think often spirituality is, is seen as a, a way of bypassing the realities that we're that we're facing right now as a way of, of skipping over the you know the, the the fact of 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 climate change and the the impact of human life so many human beings on this planet and it it's this is an effort to to establish a connection between amongst 
all the different, uh, or not all of them, they're, they're thousands, but different, different ways of honoring life on this earth to experience how they, how they engage with the creativity of life in honor of earth. How do all these, these ways that we have of, of celebrating, of recognizing the sacredness of life itself? How can we experience that as a living reality? And this practice is a day, day of practice. This 24 hours of practice gives one that, that, that actual touchstone in one's experience that is a deep motivation for, uh, for, for, for change and for a, a sense of, of, of community amongst all of these different uh, places, regions on, on this planet. And it, it reminds me of something that, uh, uh, that I, was, I heard, heard yesterday, that the global problems that we have are going to be solved at the local level. And I think that's a very compelling thought. And when you, when you see the, the, the profound ways that our, our different spiritual lineages on this planet honor and celebrate life, you get a sense of if this were the center of every community, this felt connection with life, the sacredness of life and the, the endless creativity of life. If that were the center of, of our relationship with each other and, and the planet that we're, that we're standing on, that, that, uh, that something, something powerful could happen. Let me say something that maybe sounds a little tacky and new agey. <laughs> uh, but it's just true, at least in my experience, having done this practice for several years, there's something uh, which I don't find many uh, practices uh, uh, where, where I can experience that. And that is a global heart. Mm -hmm. There's something when you do this, and of course, or we do this uh, not just for a couple of hours, but we usually stay the 24 hours for that. Uh, by the way, you, everyone who wants to join is fine to just join for one hour or two hours. Right. If you want to come for 24 hours, that's great, but that's not the, you don't have to do that. But doing this together with all these people who are literally around this globe, something shows up in my experience, in my heartfelt experience, that I cannot describe in a different way than a global heart. Mm. There's a heart relationship that is not just my heart. It's not my, me and my friends. It's a heart relationship with our global reality, including our global society, our global cultures, and nature, earth, this global ball that we are in. 
there's something where the expression a global heart becomes becomes and became very real for me. And just for that, uh, I'm grateful for this practice because it establishes a relationship to our global reality that's, as you said before, is beyond just a cognition, just information. It's a heartfelt experience and relationship to the global reality that we're all participating in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that's, that's true. I think that, uh, I think that that, that is what, what every unique, different thread of spirit on this planet is about, is about connecting us to, to the heart, to the heart of life, to the heart of that which is most sacred. And this practice makes, brings to, to oneself a lived experience, a, an actual, uh, opening of the connectedness of all of these in one global heart. And uh, it's hard to say, what does that mean? Um, but that, but that is the, that that is the, the experience that there is, there is something that in our our longing for wholeness in our recognition of life that we that we all as human beings share and it's that 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 which we share at the heart level that makes all the different ideologies all the different uh, um, all the differences kind of take a back seat and one realizes that they can actually be the a foundation for for a deeper integration in on this planet. Mm-hmm. And actually, I wanted to say something. It's it's interesting. It's it's uh, all of us who are concerned about life on Earth and the future of complex life on earth. We implicitly or explicitly have a theory of change. How is it that this is going to change? Or one doesn't and one feels feels, uh, increasingly just grief and devastation because what are we going to do? Things are changing very rapidly. I don't need to list all of what's happening on this planet um but and we and and probably everything that's happening in terms of attempts to to uh respond to the circumstances that we're in are needed and i would say and this is needed too mm-hmm. this is part of of laying the foundation for for a different way of relating to each other as as human beings and thereby of relating to the life that is on this planet in a different way. And that, I, I, I often think if we met each other from a sense of we share one heart, as we were saying before, 
We are part of the, the, the life pulse on this planet. And that's how I see you. That's how I see, I see every being on this planet. If, if we can make a step in that direction, how we make decisions would be very different as a species. Let me pick that up, this how we make decisions as a species. Because that's, again, also a political question, not only, but also a political question. Because there's also one other aspect uh, to this practice, and it's very much related to the work that we, the two of us are sharing, which is the core of what we're doing, emergent dialogue, this, this kind of dialogical practice, that what we try and attempt to do here, we also understand as a spiritual practice of the open society. Mm-hmm. And I think... Again, also particular this one form of doing it. Of course, we do emergent dialogue in many different forms, but this one form of doing it as a global online ritual, which is also, as I understand, an online global dialogue, mm. is in itself a spiritual practice of this open society that we want to be. Mm. And that we want to connect also on a spiritual level and be able to hold all the differences that we are talking about, but be able to come to decisions that we need to make together. Because if if something is obvious and clear with the climate crisis and everything else that we're in right now, we, we need shared decisions, shared action. We may all be different and we are, and we, we have to honor our differences, but we have to come together in shared decisions. So there's something where if we really want to establish our hopefully open global society in a deep spiritual sense, we have to practice our togetherness, uh, our diversity, our depth, our relatedness to each other, our relatedness to, to, to the earth, and also, by the way, our, our relatedness to the cosmos as a whole. And be able to decide where we want to go out of this. Mm. And for that, we also need rituals, practices that establish this spirit, mm. because that allows us to do what we need to do from a certain spirit. In that sense, a spiritual practice like this is a deeply political act. Mm. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah, because if we're talking about an open society, that requires an openness in us. Mm. And that openness in us is both an open, open heartedness, open mindedness, and, and, uh, and, and, uh, an openness to depth in its, in its different expressions that, that we won't have an open society if we are, closed or shut off from the ways that that uh, different people on this planet follow their 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 longing for wholeness and I think uh, and that's what I learned by doing this for uh, several years now we also need global rituals. Mm. We need concrete 
heartfelt ways of coming together that unite us uh, on this direct human level so that we can feel each other. That's kind of also the strange thing. Yeah. You don't see, of course, in some way you see each other on, on screen, but in some way you, you don't, but you can feel each other on mm -hmm. a global scale, which is kind of a very interesting experience. So what does it mean? There's someone in Australia, there's, there's, there's someone in Canada, there's someone in the, in the Philippines, and you can feel each other. Mm -hmm. And you can feel the earth that is holding us, and you can mm -hmm. feel the spirit that we are together in. But to practice this as a ritual establish, establishes and cultivates our humanness in a certain way that maybe this earth needs. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. And I, I am thinking as you're speaking of, um, for example, May Marta from from Brazil, who will be translated from Portuguese um, in 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 One World Bearing Witness, or Etincel from Gabon, and how in speaking to them about taking part in this ritual, that they very much understand the importance of ritual, and and bring and the des their desire to bring this to the world, to bring this out from their their locality. And, and to be able to meet others and, and in a, a communicative action, <laughs> which I think you, you mentioned, you said to me is what, the, what ritual, uh, a definition of ritual, that they want to communicate their love for this earth, their love for the creative power of, of life, and their love for, for human creativity. They want to give that to us. And that together, all over the world, these kinds of expressions uh, brought together creates a different, a new kind of ritual that is a global ritual. Mm -hmm. And that's fundamentally what we're doing with One World Bearing Witness. And of course, we are doing this on Radio Wolf right now also because we want to motivate everyone who is listening to this, everyone who is watching this, to participate. So yes. this is a heartfelt invitation to participate. Do you want to uh, tell us, uh, as we're coming also to the end, how we can participate? Uh, you, you need to, to register and go to the website that will be below listed below uh, this uh the, the information for the the webcast um and i mean that and and look at your own schedule and there's a schedule online that that will sync with your location so that you can see what uh what offerings are happening at times that are convenient for you and you can also look and see when uh when different uh different speakers are 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 or different it's like hard hard to know what to what to what to call these spiritual leaders there that when they're making their offerings. Um, so you can you can create your own um, uh, your own schedule uh, of participation and really uh, completing one full cycle a a ceremony plus an, a, a meditation period 
which is two hours total, is a, even if that's all that, that you can do, um, I'm saying all in quotes, um, that is a, an enormous gift to, to all of us. I really uh, invite all of you. Uh, would be great to see you again on the 4th and 5th of December. Elizabeth, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for organizing us. I'm very much looking forward to host this together with you in the beginning yeah. of the Thank you, Thomas. Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone. <laughs>